Welcome to the STL Soccer Report. Brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Okay, I'm at uh, Westport Social with Jeremy Allenbaugh. He was nice enough to meet me before the event started. Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I asked you on the way up here that uh, I was like, is this going to be the beginning of you can relax now or is it the beginning of craziness? Where, where are we at here? A little bit of both. Yeah. You're going to relax for a minute and then the craziness starts. So uh, we actually hit the... Hit the ground running pretty hard this morning mm-hmm. with uh, some things. We'll be back at, uh, after it tomorrow and got some more stuff to do. And then, you know, we got a little bit of a holiday break, but it's uh, it's a busy time for all of us with, you know, everything that we have in front of us. Um, I think everyone's curious about what happened with Preki, And so let's start from there and then we'll talk about just timeline wise beginning to end there. Yeah. So we've been we've been having conversations since the end of the season just about where things are headed and, um you know, where, you know, I think sometimes people overlook that a coach has to has to think about where he wants to go and what he wants to be a part of as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the process. So we went through all that process. And, um, you know, as it said, it's just you know, pretty simple. We, we decided to go separate ways and, and mutually part, I believe, is the, <laughs> is the political correct way to say it. And that's what we did. Um, so nothing, you know, nothing earth shattering on the, that side of things. But I think on the, on the flip side is, you know, Anthony is someone that, um, you know, he wanted to be here. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, he went through a process at the end of the season himself. Yeah. You know, he's been in Orlando City in that organization as a player, as an assistant coach, and as a head coach, you know, with the USL team. And, and where does he want to be and what does he want to do? So it just it matched up. At the, the timing was right. And, and here we are. Yeah, coming from uh, MLS2 squad, reserve squad um, for Orlando City, that's his only real court coaching experience. I did read he was a player coach, right, before that. Um, people, I think the biggest thing people are going to ask is, um, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year either. So what is the thinking there as far as bringing in a guy like that? Yeah, I think it's, it's about the, the person that we're getting, mm-hmm. you know. So I think if you look at his history and what he's been a part of, you know, so he was a player that uh, was in, you know, different clubs and, and such throughout, uh, you know, throughout England and, and the different leagues over there, mm-hmm. um, which then gives him an, an invaluable amount of experience, you know, as a, as a player, things that he, that he liked, that he, you know, experienced with managers, mm-hmm. things that he, you know, said, if I become a manager, I'm not going to do that, um, which is just as valuable. Um, and then obviously you throw in the experiences that he's got um, in his family, mm-hmm. you know, from his dad and going on scouting trips and doing different things from a young age. And then he comes over and takes a chance to come to the States and he plays for, um, for Orlando City and, you know, wins a championship with them, uh, wins a couple of regular season titles with them. But all during that time, he's thinking about his future mm-hmm. and he's coaching in their academy. He's coaching in their youth club, um, you know, which a lot of guys do, but he was doing it for a reason. He wasn't doing it to, you know, help a paycheck. Sure. He was doing it to build for his future and where he knew he was going to be. So then he goes into an assistant role with Orlando, um, you know, when, uh, when they came into the league. So did a lot of different uh, roles there, scouting, recruitment, analysis, working with the team directly, still involved in their academy. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, uh, he gets the opportunity to go to their USL team. And then he takes them to the playoffs in year one, which is not an easy thing to do in year one as an expansion team. And then you look at the he's having to balance uh, the requirement for development from the MLS team. They want development. They want guys to get minutes. They want to drop players down on a Thursday afternoon to mm-hmm. play on a Saturday. So you talk about he's picked up a lot of man management skills. He's picked up a lot of, you know, how to prepare a team for a Saturday skills. 
and he's really on his way up as a as a coach, as um, you know, as someone that knows this league very well. That was important to us. We wanted someone that knew the players in this league and knew what it takes to be successful. So, yeah, I'm sure there's some people saying, "Oh, you're taking a risk on someone who's only been a head coach for two years." I say it, it's an exciting it's an exciting opportunity because we we have someone who's on his way up. Mm-hmm. We have someone who's fresh, someone that's eager to learn. Someone that's done all of his licensing, but yet he's going to um, go do another license here this year. Uh, he's going to work in the USSF Pro License, which is another huge honor that he's picked up. So as he grows, is re- very similar to us as a club growing, because we have to grow and we have to continue to, to you know, challenge ourselves and push. So we're beyond excited. Um, just the character of the person, um, the abilities that he's going to bring. Uh, he's going to be a relentless worker and really. He has things that he wants to achieve, and he wants to be the best coach that he can possibly be. Yeah, and um, ticked a few boxes I heard you know, there. I like the fact that he's worked with young people. Uh, man management is going to be really nice to have uh, this year and being experienced in that. Um, what are some of the things in the interview that really impressed you about him? Like things that you thought the way he talked, the, his mannerisms, the way you know he dealt with people. I imagine you've talked to him in the past, just business, yep. you know. Yep. So how did that come about? No, he was very impressive for the following reasons. One, he came in and he talked about if we're going to have success, you know, we have to have success with the character people we bring in, mm-hmm. which isn't something that everybody, you know, sees value in. Some people are like, talent overcomes this. He's like, we have to have good people first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and we have some of those good people here, so we need to figure out what we don't have and go get some of those guys and, and put some things together. Um, so I think he came in, you know, on, on that side, that was the first thing. The second thing is how prepared he was. He knew our team inside and out. Mm. He knew the league inside and out. He knew what players we wanted to uh, to look at right away. And he came in with a very clear plan, um, but very open to collaboration, very open to ideas. And then I think when he sat down with Jim and Tom and, and, and Pat and myself, I think we really got a good picture of this is somebody who's going somewhere, and while you know he's he's not using St. Louis as a as a stepping stone, we're going to be a very important part of his growth, and I think mm-hmm. he values that and understands that as well. And we can um, we can help him along, and he can help us along. And you know, I think those are the those would be the two or three things that really stuck out to me. Yeah, and you mentioned players, so I guess he has a list already. It sounds like of players that he wouldn't mind keeping. Um, I imagine. We may not want to restart. We may want to restart. Is there a way we're leaning at this point? No, there's a common ground. There's going to be a little bit of a middle ground there. Um, I think, you know, the one thing with Anthony is he's um, he's adaptable. Mm-hmm. You know, he's adaptable to how he wants his teams to play. He has a set, as every coach does, he has a set way. But I think if he sees maybe five, six games coming in to the season that he needs to tweak a few things because, you know, maybe this area is better than he thought it was, and this area doesn't quite have as much as he thought it was, he's willing to tweak that for the betterment of the club and the betterment of the players to get to the end result. And I think that's – so he comes in with a set way of doing things, but he's adaptable. So, you know, we'll get into those player things here soon enough. I know everybody's dying to know. (laughs) And and trust me, my house is dying to know who's coming back to um, and and who's coming in, but we're, we're excited about where we are. Yeah, and so, and just to finish up, because I'm going to repeat some of this with Pat, so we don't want too much overlap, but um, talking about all the people that we could have, you know, that have been rumored to be talked about, there's a lot of empty spots out there in USL world, even one or two in MLS, and so um, some big names were thrown out there as far as Dos Santos and Nielsen. Um, Again, uh, what made you choose him above some other guys who have a little more experience and 
Um, you may have answered this already, but <coughs> no. And look, we're going to have to answer this for those, a while. I don't know if you want to even confirm those names being true. Those were Twitter rumors. But yeah, yeah. A lot of names have been thrown around. Yeah, for sure. Um, look, for me, the biggest thing is where he's going. Sure. And that's that's huge. And that's not to say that anybody else isn't going somewhere uh, in a good spot either. But I just feel really comfortable with his hunger, with his energy, with his, like I said, relentless. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to be relentless in his approach um, and how we're going to go about things and just where, you know, where he wants to be and where he wants to go. He, he just, you know, he didn't come in here and talk about playoffs. He didn't come here and talk about mm-hmm. championships. He came in here and talked about, you know, if he can be the best coach that he can be and he can make these players as individuals, mm-hmm. the best players that they can be as individuals because then the team is going to be the best it can be. And I think there's true value into that. Um, and he wants to win. That was one of the things, you know, at Orlando, his duty was a little different. Yeah. You know, he had to develop and win when he could. Mm-hmm. And he wants to win first, but he is also going to know how to develop. And that's something for us as a club is important. Because whether it's an Austin Ledbetter who's out of college mm-hmm. and is a pro with us, we think we can keep making Austin better. Whether that's Aiden Stanley or Jack Mayer or Seth Steibel, that we think we can keep making better for wherever their future is. Maybe it's a college route they've chosen. Maybe it's a pro route. Um, you know, there's going to be another Josh Sargent someday mm-hmm. that is not going to go to residency because there is no more residency. Yeah. So maybe he's good enough to play for us at 15, 16. We have somebody today that will understand that value, will prepare those guys. I didn't say play them because they're going to have to earn it, but yeah. he's going to prepare them for their next opportunities and along the way win. And we can have both. And I think we found someone that believes that too. Yeah, and I mean, the U.S. development system is putting faith in, in guys like Pulis to develop those guys up and, and yourself as well, of course. Last question, you kind of touched on it. I think with, with uh, Preki, there was a lot of expectation. And even though you guys did try to temper it, even Preki himself tried to temper it, um, can you talk about expectation this year versus last year and, and the pressure that's being put on, you know, a star coach, you could say, mm-hmm. versus someone who is working his way up still? Anthony's going to put pressure on himself every day, mm-hmm. and he's going to put pressure on his staff every day, and he's going to put pressure on his players every day. But I think the biggest benchmark for us is can we be more consistent? One of the things that turned our head was this year when I think Orlando City was like 10, 12, 14 games unbeaten streak. Yes. If we would have had that, where would we have been at the end of the yeah. year? So that's a big, to me, consistency is a big thing. And if we're consistent, all those other things we can talk about later mm-hmm. will be there. But we have to be consistent first, and I think he'll bring that. All right. Thanks again, Jeremy. I appreciate it.